Our guest today, he has played 136 games for the Hawks. He's taken 169 wickets with best bowling figures of 5 for 38. He has also bowled 172 maidens, which I thought was very interesting, and he has taken 53 catches. He's our very own Kim Kardashian. Welcome, our current Senior Vice President, Sean Riddell. Welcome, mate. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Welcome, Sean. Uh, how's the, uh, the off-season treating you? Yeah, I've taken up golf with, with Caleb and not playing the best, but certainly loving it. Oh, I, I, reckon, uh, I remember playing a around a golf review a while back at Moolumbo on one of our pre-season trips, and we were we were very bad. And now, I, now I believe you're quite good. So 22 handicaps, not great, but oh, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> for someone who plays every week, um, and a new job as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh, keeping busy. Nice working both with sharks. Yeah, keep me busy, which is good. Yeah, really good. And um, also, congratulations on your appointment as senior vice president. Two years in the junior VP role. Why? Why the switch now? Um, it was a good opportunity because Sam was really good with the juniors. I mean, he was down a lot on, on the Fridays as well, and it was a good opportunity for me to move over to Connor's spot. I have a lot more interest in the seniors. I do like the juniors though, but I think I'll be better suited to, to the seniors. And Sam was fantastic with the juniors too, so it's a nice little reshuffle. How are you? How are you finding it so far? Interesting. Yeah, a bit on, <laughs> especially with all the COVID stuff and all the rule changes. And mm. It's a very interesting season coming up. And uh, season. You got goals for this season as a club, as the as a senior group. I really want to play twos myself, but I think our ones have a really good good chance of pushing it. You know, our big thing's culture. We've got a great culture, and the boys are starting to really gel together. The last couple of years, like you look at Caleb and Harry's growing up now and taking bags and making runs. Jack's stepping up really good. Like we've got a good group, so I reckon we can now push it a bit. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll go through and uh, kind of. Go back to the start and work our way kind of through, I guess. But uh, yeah, so for yourself, uh, you're born on the Gold Coast, is that right? Or no? no, born up at Nambour. Nambour, on right. The Coast, right. Yeah. One, of the, one of the great places in Queensland. <laughs> Definitely one of the greater, greater places, yeah. <laughs> and how long did you, how long were you up there? So I was at Sunny Coast for the first six years, mm-hmm. mostly Moolda with my mum and dad. And then mum moved down with, with Leon down to, we moved to Burley originally. Mm. And then moved to Packwines and kind of just sheltered around through Northern Gold Coast and been here since. Yeah. It's really good. It's very different though to Sunny Coast. Mm. What are the big differences you reckon? The people. <laughs> In what way? Sunny Coast is like, it's more, I don't know about sheltered, but everyone's a bit more relaxed. Yeah. Gold Coast is quite faster. Yep. Yep. No, that makes sense. And uh, and so were you into cricket sort of from the time you can walk or yeah, what? Yeah, pretty much baptised into it. Most of <laughs> the family. Dad played a lot up at up at Sunny Coast as a keeper bat, and then Mum's dad was also a keeper bat from Townsville. Yeah. So I grew up was watching Test cricket after Test cricket in the, in the early two thousands, like so, watching Hayden so and you, dominate. Were you always destined to be a wicket keeper then, or like? Nah. <laughs> no, I've got hands like one. <laughs> <laughs> and did you um, did you have a favourite player back in those times? I still loved Matthew Hayden as a kid, mm-hmm. and then as, as I've gotten older, definitely related more to. Mitch Johnson, because, you know, weapon. <laughs> yeah. What, what about um, Hayden was it that you liked? Just took the game on. Really, you know, played his shots early. Looked to dominate. It was good to watch. So good. for And that cricket for Australia was unreal. Like, yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. What are your memories of live cricket? Did you... What's your first game you remember going and watching? I've only been to two live cricket matches. You've got to fix that. Yeah. Um, the first one I went to was a T20 against South Africa... 
It was Warner's second ever game. It was yeah. the game after he went off, went yep. nuts. And he yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. come up here and did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we got pumped at the Gabba. And then another game I went to was um, last, earlier this year actually, the Pakistan test. Yeah. Right. Where Australia dominated. Yeah. And, yeah. and so did you get straight into the Hawks sort of as soon as you moved to the Gold Coast or was that a bit later? Um, so I moved to, when we were in Pack Point, we initially started at Runaway Bay. Because one of the kids in my street, Callum Bond, him and I were like best buddies at his house every every day. Yeah. He was playing at Bay, and Mum was just let me play indoor. And then their parents were talking, and we decided that we'll play AFL for a bit. So I was there for 12s, 13s, and 14s. Mm-hmm. And then most of the Bay team come across here for 15s and 17s, because we played against some <laughs> Jeff Beds, uh, Jack Bed, and Paul Bed, and all those boys like Sean Bailey and whatnot. And, our, our game drew, but the parents really meshed well, mm. and so we all came across. The club wasn't very big, but it was good. Yeah. So what what year what year would have that been? That would have been two thousand eleven. Okay. And what are your memories, yeah, of the Hawks back then? <laughs> the, the clubhouse was very different. The it was before the bar got upgraded, so it yeah. was like an older, it was like a timber bar, I think, even. And then there was no patio, no sponsors, nothing. It was very yeah. very minimal. Yeah. And did you gel with those guys like Pop and everyone pretty much straight away? Yeah, I got along with... I found Beardy's coaching really helpful. So I yeah. loved it when I, when I started coming to training. Beardy would pull me aside and kind of kind of challenge me a bit because I'd be like my little brother Corbin just kind of taking it easy and thinking everything will come to me. But Beardy was really good and kind of put a, put a firecracker up my bum and got me going. And so that kind of led to where you, I guess, ended up Playing first grade and stuff like that. Do you feel that like yeah, well, stuff I, with, uh, with Paul, like without that coaching from Paul, do you feel like he would have reached that level? Or? So with our at Bay, they only selected like three kids from each team to go to rep trials. Yeah. Whereas we come to Ellensdale, one of the first things Betty was like is you all he, instead of just selecting people, he told everyone if you think you're good enough, here's the details. Go represent Ellensdale. You mm-hmm. love it, and he gives you a really good push. And you can always pick his brain, especially as a as a junior. He's very good for kids. Mm-hmm. Was there sorry? Was there any highlights from I guess fifteen, seventeens? Any anything like sort of uh, or, or like even personally like were, were you winning? Were you winning a lot? Were you losing a lot? Our first year we, we were like middle of the table, and I, I have to think I was a batsman, which is probably comical <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but it was the first year was good, just like meshing with like Pup in particular. Me and Jack along quite well. Started playing my first year of reps and. Just getting we had we went from Hell's Hole from one team to two. Yeah. So then rather than having two separate teams we kind of all trained together and whatnot. It was the second year in seventeens where Reese captain coached and we only lost one game lost in the semi. <laughs> and uh, I managed to inside edge the hat trick ball into my stumps. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was awesome. <laughs> so super positive right? But we had a we had a lot of this, the seventeen year was unreal. Like we had mm. some serious serious players. Like we had um, like Reese Coombe, Jackson mm. Clark stepped up a bit. Brad Carter was he in there? No, no Brad Carter was here at Barb. Um, that was myself, we had Brendan McKenzie, like just a lot of a lot of names. Yeah. That, that would, if someone didn't do something, someone else had lived. Yeah. So we only really lost the one game, then we lost the semi. But it was always it was a nice experience after becoming fifth and sixth so often yeah. years before. And your own personal uh, style, I guess, was a so when you said you were primarily a batsman or considered yourself, was bowling something you always did or when so did that really start to take off? I always bowl, but I used to bowl off six steps. Okay. Even when I came to Helensville, my yeah. first year of 15, so I started from the bowling and just run off like eight steps and yeah. just bowl in innings. And then when I did bat, I thought, because they're on my bay, we had no openers. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and then try and smash the ball as hard as I could. Hate our style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then I think a lot of pushing from Jack in particular and Paul were like, maybe just lengthen your run up a bit, you know, you might get a few extra yards, you might feel a bit better. And at first it was a bit weird, but it definitely, definitely helped. And then I think uh, in reflection now, I was just a big kid bullying. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> they were just not, you know, big. So they'd drop a couple short and I'd throw my hands at it. But yeah. as I've gotten older and played the level that I'm at, my batting just looked harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember, so when you, I guess, got blooded into seniors, I remember you playing a bit of fifth grade, like with Steely and that yeah, kind of stuff. First, first game of seniors, Steely. Fifth oh, grade. The, the hundred that it Steely made, was it? Or no, 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 we, no, we got belted. Oh. <laughs> How long would have you been there? And how was that transition? Like, who did Paul come and tap you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, do you want to go in the seniors?" Or yeah, yeah. So he, Paul was very good in training as well. And the Saturday morning he said, "Like, if you guys want to go in seniors, we'll, we'll we'll get you a game. Just let us know when you're available." Yeah. So I took a little bit of convincing with Mum, just because the logistics side of it, you know, yeah, like morning afternoons, day. yeah. And then we got put in one game of fifth grade with Steely. Uh, we got pumped, but. It was fine. Like Steely was very different captains for like having that like, Jack and Paul. Yeah. You know, happy as and whatnot. <laughs> So that was good. That was at rugby. Then we got pumped and so we got moved to fours. <laughs> so you got bumped and <laughs> yeah. got put up in grade. Got put, up, put to fours, played under Hordo and mm-hmm. I think Grimm started doing his first season of captaining, like yeah. a bit of each way and a bit of sextile as well. Yeah. And then after that, I was on turf the year after. Mm. But fours was good. Fours is very character building yeah. as a kid. Yeah. You got those guys that just hit <sighs> long balls off no matter where you bowl it. <laughs> Oh, I got hit for six at Cerberus small three when someone hit the, hit the top of their hand or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so small there. Everyone's been absolutely feral. Yeah. And um, do you, yeah, what do you have any other memories of those early years of seniors, I guess? Yeah, so mm. you find as a kid, all the guys get around you. Mm. And it's just, it was really good. So you'd, you'd pick up different bits from different people. Like you get one thing from Bertie or one thing from Grimm and then apply it on your, on your turf game and because the guys an adult they're not going to you know go easy because you're a kid yeah you kind of learn to be a bit more like stand up for yourself I guess mm-hmm. so when you come back to juniors you're a bit more of an attack dog I guess yeah a bit tougher definitely a bit more resilient here's one for you so then when he yeah as you mentioned he went on to turf and so I was uh, captaining and uh, I had five five seamers to pick into to go into four and yeah. uh in the end, my one of my best mates, uh, Nathan, missed out, and uh, yeah, Sean was one of the ones that got the nod, and uh, Sean then played most of the year in second grade, I think, and uh, did quite a good job. Yeah, had a couple of ones games, but mostly in twos. Yeah. Why, yeah. why did you pick Sean? Copy. Uh, young guy. Potential. In, in swing. Um, <laughs> yeah. As I well, as I soon learnt, uh, you know, I thought had a really good armoury of uh, yeah, in swing, uh, slower ball, hit the orca, so uh, it had some really good stuff and uh, yeah, did a really good job. But how, how was that sort of, you settled in pretty well, I think, you, you didn't you, you didn't struggle, or maybe, I think you might have struggled with maybe some no balls at times or something like I that. I had but, bad no ball problems. But, front foot. Front yeah. foot, yeah. And I still occasionally do it now, where it's like... But what, when, you had, when you had the run up right, you were, you were sweet. Because yeah. I was the same year I was transitioning for longer run up. Yeah. And then... So I would pace out my run up and then doubt myself running in yeah. and then rather look at where I'm going to bowl, look at the crease yeah. and then no ball anyway. No ball anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But I thought I thought I belonged in twos, mm. so I wasn't really intimidated by it. And then first game I did okay. And we got a win, so I was pretty happy with it. And then settled in there, did a couple of games of ones, did the famous. Uh, First grade debut, about 12, don't bowl. Oh, no. Oh, that's, that's the apprenticeship. Right? Yeah. So how far along the season was that? Second game. 
Oh, you went straight to the... I went one game of one, twos, one game of ones. Right, right. I played a couple games of ones and came back down again. Were, yeah. were you pretty comfortable going straight into the ones? Because obviously you were only, I think, about 16 or 15 or something 15. like that. The ones transition was easier than probably most, only because half the team was like the Bairds and all, yeah. all my mates, like <laughs> Maloney, Carter, mm. all those boys. So like I was really friends with them at training and whatnot. So going up was okay. I just, yeah. So you, your second game you got to bowl in ones? I think so. Do you remember your first, oh, first grade wicket or anything like that? Yeah, I do. I'm pretty sure it was Mitch Daly. All oh, right. Oh, that's a great wicket. After him and Josh Nelson put on 300 <laughs> runs. <laughs> Josh Nelson, <laughs> oh, 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 gee, he was good against us. Like, so Thank God he went to, to, to Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our first game, my, my first bowling game, was, I can't remember now, I was at Mudgee. And... Ryan got a couple early wickets, and then it was Mitch and Josh with the third wicket, and yeah. then just plugged it out, just knuckled down, made runs. I thought I had Josh with a couple early balls, LBW, mm-hmm. and the next ball, he slog swept me off a length for six. <laughs> Welcome to first grade, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I'd be interested, Sean, your bowling, I don't know, philosophy or um, your approach. Um, what, what do you think are your strengths, and how did you try and work on those or develop them? So as a kid, I learned pretty quick. I'm not the quickest. So I need to be a bit more, I need to work out people that way. Try and make them make the mistakes and try and be consistent. Mm-hmm. So when I was off the eight steps, it was just consistency and just in-swingers and eventually, hopefully they'll miss because they're 13. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well in-swinger, yeah, at a, at a lower level is pretty hard to play. And, and as I've come through the grades, it was tasked a different way with Betty and, and Jack Lucas. They were like, well, we need you to do this. So rather than trying to just bowl people out and bowl a plan, so me and Jack had sometimes used to go like a seven, two or eight, one field and just bowl offside and Jack mm. keep up. Mm. So you'd have that real roll in the side sort of thing. Like yeah, that. just kind of do a job. Yeah. So and I like that. I'm not really that, that fast on taking lots of wickets. Yeah. Because if I can tie down an end, they'll go after someone else on the other end. Yeah. I still love bowling with like Rhino, for example. Mm. Just no runs from either end really. Because <laughs> I'd try and tie someone up and Rhino would just blitz them. Yeah. He was so good. Yeah. <laughs> And um, what about your, have you ever had, I've been sure, have you ever had any injuries or anything? Because I know you have the very slingy sort of elastic elbow and arm. Yeah. And <laughs> I've had a few. So I had to get my action redone with Swanee and Durbridge over uh, 16s or 17s. Because it was a bit too slingy? I had stress fractures in my back. Right. So I was in, had a mixed action. Yeah. So it's kind of. Kind of with juniors as well. If I see it, I'll try and stop it because it hurts. Like. Mitch, Mitch Park spoke about that on his mm. yeah. uh, his episode. He was going through that just last season, trying to align himself more. So what would happen is I'd have a side on top and a front on hips. Yeah. So it was easy to change to go from side on to front on. Yeah. But what, what, it just counter-rotate my spine and kind of, kind of stretch fracture into, I think, L1. Right. And how old would you been then? Uh, 16, 17. Wow. So were you out of action for a while? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... It had a sore back for most of, I think it was a 16, 17 year actually, and um, sort of 18, 19, and it got to a game at Mudgee where I bowled three overs and I was like, I just couldn't, couldn't do anything, couldn't bend. Wow. And that line off the field and I had to go to the physio um, up at Griffith, who mm-hmm. used to be the New Zealand bowling coach, which is random. But. Yeah. And, and so did you end up then transforming more into front on action or more side on? All front on, yeah. All front on, yeah. So... And I found that's helps, especially with the, when the Coopers came over. I can now bowl out sooner as well. Right. Some will argue that it just goes straight on, but I reckon it's going to do even still, though. Even if <laughs> yeah, it goes straight it on, it does something you, different, right? Either way, but it's front on, you can kind of do more with the ball, but 
you lose a lot of pace. Yeah. You watch all the, the really quick bowlers that generally sign on, mm. especially at the elite level. Mm. And so it just comes back to, yeah, that what are your strengths, you know, that discipline, just, mind, just, just trying to control. Yeah. I get more satisfaction about working somebody out and sending a field to it mm. than, you know, trying to bowl someone out with raw 105 kilometers an hour <laughs> pace. Yeah. And so since you've made that change, like, it, it hasn't had any impact on swinging the ball and that kind of thing? You can still swing the ball just as uh, sharply? Yeah, so... I've had to change how I swing the ball rather than use the action. I use my wrist more, but mm-hmm. it's probably a blessing to be honest. Yeah, you can control it with more. The more you snap your wrist, the lighter swing you get. Mm. So you used to have just a very natural in swinger, just yeah. with your action, without having to work very hard at it. And then in later years, you've had to really focus on that wrist position. And yeah, and like just how you hold the ball and little variations here and there. But it's definitely been a blessing in disguise because mm. it doesn't hurt as much now. Yeah, and longevity, right? Um, all right, Shawnee, what about some big performances with the ball? Do you have a do you have a standout? I think my best bowling would have been a ones game against Hamilton where I took fourth up. Mm. Because we are going okay. I've had a fiver and twos, but it was it was kind of a nothing. It was a fiver and a loss and somebody hit hundred and thirty. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think the ones game where I took four up we won felt really good. Mm-hmm. Just felt like I belonged and sure. What year was that? Oh, I think 16, 17. Yep. It was the year Ryan was captain because me, Ryan, and Brad all had big years of the ball. Yeah. I might have been 15, 16, yeah. year Ryan captain. And, and did, um, 16, 17 was Jack's first year. I think year. so, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, did, uh, like, so what kind of figures Ooh. are we talking? Like, it was, I, mean, like, I think four, it was like 420. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Right. that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other one that comes to mind is me and Berkey took all 10 against Southport. In the early days, it was oh, only really? the year. Yeah, Berkey took seven. Oh yeah, like, this is a, the where yeah. the paper clipping is. Uh, the yeah. Wiley Wizard. The Wiley Wizard. <laughs> yeah. So um, we played against Southport as a rep week. So we lost. I think Rhino won the second week, and they lost a couple of players. Berkey took three before like T the, yeah. the week before. We made two forty six, and me and Becky got the job done, and they made two forty three. Yeah, that's right. That was close. the Markwell yeah. captain. The, the gully. Markwell captain, like Peterson, was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, oh, that wasn't the last wicket. It was just a yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what happened was Peterson was looking a million bucks as he does. It's probably the best bat I've ever seen. <laughs> and then Berkey's bowled one short outside off, got smoked through like back and point, and Markwell just snared it one hand going low. Mm-hmm. Incredible. What about uh, batting side of things? I mean. Uh, I mean, you have had some good... Oh, like, I remember watching a game where you and Ryan put on about 50 for the last wicket, batting-wise. Uh, mm. Like, is that the best you've batted? Or what, what, do, you have, do you have a special memory, uh, special innings? The best innings I've had. That was so, <laughs> that was so fun. Palm See, Beach? It was Palm Beach here in ones. I came out at 9 for 160, and me and Ryan batted for like 30 overs. Yeah. And it was so funny just hearing how pissed off they were because <laughs> I was hitting catchable shots through cover between the fielders. Yeah. Me and Ryan, I think, put on like 60 or 70. And we walked off, we're thinking, oh yeah, that'll be the, the best 10th wicket partnership. And the same week, Stewie Moore and Ben Harris hit like 200. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was 100 on the dot. Um, yeah. yeah. Carried by Ben Harris. Uh, but, um, so what, you would have got about 30? We had 31 not, I think. Oh, did Ryan get out on you? Ryan, well, we, we, we got to the 73rd and we said we may as well have a slap. Mm-hmm. So he just got out just doing the right thing for yeah. the team. But um, I ducked into two bounces, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite get up. No. That actually reminds me of something. The uh, muckerang game we had at Rugby Park. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned this maybe on a yeah. previous podcast. Some but Ryan Moore, Stewie, uh, 
I remember. I, it was just, yeah, literally a muck around game. And uh, should we hit one back in the new... Uh, I remember your jaw went the size of the balloon. Yeah, so well, it was a... Oh, ow. <laughs> <laughs> not thinking about it. No, it was a <laughs> <laughs> um, The day after we had a presentation night, we had a muck around teach winning game at rugby on yeah. cricket. And um, me and Ron Moore, great mates, were batting together. But <clears throat> he was smashing it. I was hitting him all right. And Hallett was bowling around the wicket. <laughs> And I was too fast, too worried about thinking like, why, why is he bowling around the wicket? To a right hander, what, what's the point? He's yeah. just bowling into his arm, whatever. Stewie's absolutely flush one, and I, before I can even react, it smacked me like flush in the jaw. Oh, as I, so I ducked and got it, but as I ducked, it turned away. It would have hit me, hit me like on the jaw under the under where the grill would have been. Yeah, I wasn't worried about it. Before we get into some off field stuff, I um. I wanted to ask, so yeah, obviously you were in that ones kind of team for a, for a number of years and you sort of slid down a little bit, I mean, falling out of that ones mix. Is that something that you, you want to get back into the ones mix or is that not really your kind of, your focus? The goal is always to play ones, but I just need to get fitter. It's, it's more of a fitness thing. And now, especially, we've got a lot of good bowlers too. Mm-hmm. So if it means I'm, if I'm playing threes... And like that's, I'm playing good. That's good for the club too. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're a pretty competitive kind of guy. Where yeah, you, you yeah. see your name picked in threes, and you go, right, I've got to find a way into twos. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I love mud, but I was not loving threes last year. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to get back in twos, and then so coming back and playing the second half of twos last year was enjoyable. Yeah. Especially with the different captains as well, seeing how crackers captains or Berkey captains, and mm. seeing how it all changes up. So I feel like I can still add value in twos. Ones, I think that's a little bit of a depth at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if I can get fitter again. I'm not going to say never. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what about um, how early in your Hawks career did you start to get involved with off-field, um, off-field volunteering, I suppose? Because I don't know. I've seen some photos of a, a very young Sean yeah. Rebell potentially coordinating a, a Milo program. I think that was year 11. So that would have been 2013. Yeah. Betty hit, us, hit, hit a few of us up, like me, Jack Baird, um, I think Jared Gibbons as well, um, to help out with Milo. And then... When, when available, I'd try and coordinate a bit to give Betty a break. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was after school, so I'd just get on the bus and come straight here. And then I stopped for a little bit, and then I think 17, 18 is yep. when I took over junior VP with to replace Sheriff so he could coach. Yeah. But the year before, I was coaching out a bit with um, under-12s as well because he was coaching, and mm-hmm. us living together was pretty natural just to carpool and go to the same game. Yeah. And what about the the junior vice president's pretty big step to jump onto into an executive role? Yeah. Was it something you always saw yourself doing, or uh, sort of just fell into it? Or definitely fell into it. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it, and then Sheriff pulled me aside at home. Was like, you should look at doing this because I think you'd be good, and I need someone to replace me. Yeah, um, probably wasn't as good as I'd like to be, but I had a lot of help from Mud in particular. And um, he was so oh, good. Yeah, yeah, he is a good guy. Um, and what about, like, but do you feel like you, like, that was good for your own personal development, though? Like, do you feel like it, it made you step up and made you learn some new skills and things like that? Yeah, it definitely made me grow up a little bit. Same with a senior role now. I'm still growing up a bit. Mm. I'm 22, but still <laughs> like a 15-year-old at times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it makes you see a bit more what goes on in the background. Because before, mm. I'd just rock up, play cricket, and think it all just, it all happens. Mm. What, uh, what, yeah, so from when you were, obviously... Uh, volunteering when you were younger, and then, um, then in, obviously, so sheriff has approached you, the, the junior VP, and what, what's ma- made you stay involved now? From that, that's a couple of years ago now. What, 
why have you stayed on the executive committee three years now? Well, I, I wasn't sure if I'd like it at first, but I really do enjoy seeing how, it all, how everything functions and behind-the-scenes stuff and feel like I can help out when I can. And it's good because a lot of our members, we all help each other out. It's not like everyone helps everyone. Helps everyone. Mm. So we, and you can see literally physically like how, how the club's improving as well. So like when you can see that you're involved with that, it's a great feeling. It's a great answer, man. Yeah. We will get back to Sean very, very soon. Really enjoying that chat. Um, but for now, we're going to have a little listen at last week's episode with up-and-coming junior James the Rig Guthrie. I didn't have enough time to think. I just kind yeah. of got the ball and bowl. Like I don't, I don't think that much. I'm just like, I know what I need to do, and yeah. then I just bowl that loose ball. Gets hit straight to Darcy. He's picked it up. He's gone. Oh yeah, we've you know we've won the game, <laughs> and then this he just comes non-striker gets like he's running faster than anyone's ever run before. <laughs> he's coming back for the second. He's like chuck it in, Darcy. <laughs> but he throws it like at ankle high. <laughs> have to pick up and run him out in the game. Make sure you go back and have a listen to that one now. Back to Sean. Well, you mentioned living with Sheriff. I mean, uh, you've got to live with some of the uh, some of the great great hawks. A uh, number of different I guys. Say Sheriff's a great hawk. No, but uh, <laughs> but a number of different guys. Uh, who's I been? Hope <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he will be. No, who's um who's been best to live with? Who's been worst to live with? Go on, give us the give us the, the dirt. Yeah, give us some guys. Sheriff is definitely the worst to live with because <laughs> there's only room for one grub in the house, and that's me. Mm. <laughs> so there's more than one. So when he, when he was worse than me, it was pretty funny. We'd have a little face off with the, the dishes. Just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. What's the longest you reckon they sat in the sink? Um, well, I'm often at Alicia's house, so sometimes I won't be there for three or four days, and I'll come back and I'll still be in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, so, who's been the stickler then? Like, a guy like Ryan or Brad Carter, or who's the one who's like, no, no come on, we got to get this. Cut. So, when Ryan took Dylan's room, Ryan's a neat freak. Yeah, right. Like, he's, he's, he's very good to live with as well, but I reckon I'd definitely get on his nerves too. Because I try and keep my mess in my room. Sometimes I'll just do stuff and not even realise I've done it till like a day later. Yeah. I'll come over to being cleaned up. So I'll claim like, oh, I think we've cleaned it up. Like, <laughs> it's just going to get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brad's, Brad's reasonable. Like, he doesn't mind a little bit of mess, but if it's like three or four days. Right, so he's sort of in the middle. Yeah, right. he's, he's in middle ground. Yeah. Brad's great to live with though. So is Ryan, actually. Oh, I live with them forever if I do. I'm sure, I'm sure. He's love to hear that. They're, they're pretty good to live with. Um, and I, I was going to ask, um, talking about juniors, so yeah, your, your, your younger brother, Corbin, is uh, now playing and starting to, I guess he's getting that kind of uh, cult figure as, as a junior, being yeah, the, uh, the... The Puginator. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? So when you're about nine or ten... <laughs> A, um, he made a YouTube called The Puginator. Oh, so cool. oh, he called himself Me and Sheriff went over there one day to get my stuff. And he's talking on his YouTube, The Puginator. And it's just stuck. And at first he hated it. But I think he now starts to like it. Yeah, he's embraced it. He's embraced it a bit. He's, he's a unique little fella. It must be nice having that yeah shared experience, I guess, like both playing cricket. and Yeah, well, I've got another brother as well, but from the sunny coast. Yeah. Who's... who's Nine years older than me. And it's weird how like, all the different parents, but mm. we're all pretty similar. Yeah. All clowns. And so he plays as well, does he? Or? He did. He played a lot of um, third grade up at Sunny Coast, okay. but yeah. he works in Karatha now. So they do like a T10 night, mm. night, night league on Friday nights with pink balls. Oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah. 
So we've got a pretty similar cricket style as well. Just try and hit the thing as hard as we can. <laughs> Not much technique. For a top all three of you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, has that passed on to Corbin? The Paganator. Sorry, the pug and Corbin's a bit of a better bat than I ever will be. Okay. I reckon he'll be a bit better than I am because at the moment he's bullying like little kids, but he's got the eye mm. and he, he can actually like smash it. A lot of times, like I'd probably smash one thing on Bradman, try and do it again, <laughs> top edge it, see you later. Uh, <laughs> Whereas he's, he's made, I've never made a 50, and Corbin made a 50 in his first season last year. Yeah, wow. What is your top score? Half uh, 43. Okay. The opening. Yeah. So, you know. In, in what, yeah. what sort of. What yeah, when grade? was that? That was 15th. Okay. Betty's, Betty was umpiring and he's like, you need to not... And if you can make it to nine overs, you can play whatever shot you want. <laughs> so I got to nine overs and the first ball I dragged from like six stump over mid-wicket. <laughs> <laughs> you were unleashed then. And then Betty just started laughing. <laughs> and before we get into our throwdown show, I would be interested... Um, what do you think, so in your role as vice president and then being involved as the junior VP, like what is your, what do you think, where, where does the Hawks need to go? Like where are we going? What things do we need to do to keep moving forward? Well, we're doing a good job as it is now developing the club. Um, we've got some big plans coming up, which is going to be fantastic for the future. We do a really good job here of investing in the members. I look at other clubs, I'm not going to say names, but like, they're all about, they'll spend the money on one person or two people is where we do a really good job here of, you know, trying to make sure everyone's involved, building a community. Um, we've had a pretty big objective of getting, like, families back or, mm-hmm. or like, wags back on the Sunday nights, just, you know, making them feel more included and less of a boys' club. So I think we can get, if we can get on that path and it'll definitely help us as well. We've got a lot of juniors too. Mm. Like we've got a lot of kids. Mm. Sam's got a big task ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You've offloaded at a good time. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> All the growth and then none of it. <laughs> yeah. So if we can continue to grow, we, we've got a good philosophy of investing back with the club, not into, pe- into like two people. Mm. So if we can continue like building up, we'll be, we'll be right. We'll be good. Mm. Take over the league. Yeah, stick it to other clubs. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yes, yeah, on board. And what about some? Uh, what about some interests outside of uh, outside of cricket? You mentioned you're into basketball. Yeah, love your basketball and love the motorsport. So, who's your basketball team? Ah, uh, Caps. Mm. Didn't make it to Florida, sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. No, we'll get number two pick. Take Lamelo. It's all good. Yeah. I'm glad you knew about that. I've got no idea about NBA. So um, I do know about mo- motorsport, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know motorsport's interesting. Yeah, but Sean and I like, talk been all the time since I was like for, for years. 16. Yeah. yeah, I um. Have you ever been to Bathurst or not to Bathurst? My stepdad has been a sector marshal at Indy every year ah, since '91 wow. since it started. So my baptism was going to. I've been every year since 2002. Yeah, except for the Gee, that's pretty cool. And this year, probably, maybe. Well, it's not a thing this year. Yeah, there's, there's no race this year. But um, nothing to miss. Sad <laughs> Definitely sad face. Um, well, we've got we've got bits of IndyCar at home as well. When um, I think 2004, one of the IndyCar drivers, Carpentier, mm. just destroyed his car, and we managed to steal a bit of the wing and <laughs> keep it home. <laughs> just got, took it off the track. Yeah, well, we've got we've got wing cups, mirror as well. We've got a few things just. Nah, that's the really boring cool. yeah. building. Yeah, very cool. So I'll just steal them from my stepdad. Or <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's get into our our throwdowns. These are the five questions we ask every single guest. Sean, you're a big listener, mate, so you must have thought about these ones. I did, and then due to my hungover state today, I forgot my answers. <laughs> so we'll you get some very. We'll see points. how we go. We'll see how we go. Who, Sean Riddell, is the best player you have ever played with at the Hawks? So this one's. 
I've got a couple answers, but my go-to answer is definitely Ryan Maloney. Mm. Peak Ryan was like fan unreal baller, like top top three in the comp. Mm. And he can actually bat a bit. He had a habit of hitting it to cover and mid off a lot, but can he can he can wield the axe? He's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, what because uh, he Ryan has become more popular in our guest answers as our our season has progressed. But I'd be interested. What is uh, what makes him so good? Is it his pace? Is his control? Bit of variations. Fun. So. He didn't have the best year last year. I think that was a bit to do with his hip as well. Mm. He, may, he may not be like a minute, but he's, he, he knows deep down that he's better than what he did last year. Mm. So he's, he's due for a big one this year. His strengths are definitely his length that he bowls. Yeah. His pace. And because he's so tall and the angle he bowls at, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Always. Every ball. Every ball is uncomfortable. Like yeah. Hard half, to score off. Yeah. So if you get a half volley, you're cheering, but then you probably only get one per spell. Yeah. And then you've got to try and survive. Negotiate the rest. Yeah. yeah. So even, even with the new ball, he didn't swing it much, but he gets a lot of scene movement it's mm-hmm. on that nagging loop. So it just feeds the slips and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. very Great. good there. Great always player. always making people play as well. Yeah, sure. And what about, do you have a bat? Do you have a best bat? A couple answers for this one as well. I think I think my future answer will be Jack Lickers. Mm. He's, I've seen him play some unreal innings at Gold Coast. It hasn't. Is starting to convert it over now. Yeah. He's having a good winter season last year. He's had a few 50s for the club, but I think a big 100 for Jack's not far off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the year that Bertie top scored for once, he was in very good nick. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he scored 600 runs. Yeah, 2013 14, I think it was. Him that and was... Shane Connors were going at it, and I think Bertie got <coughs> the upper hand in the end. So Bertie like... got him because that, that year. He made like four or five like high fifties, like ninety. I think he made a hundred as well. He made an eighty three here against Parney. I remember yeah. that one. He got out a lot of reverse sweeping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's passed that on to Jack. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and look, best player you've played against. Uh, I mean, I know you mentioned Peterson before, but is there uh, him or anyone else that kind of stands out? Yeah, Nick Peterson's probably a good answer. Um, much I don't like this other bloke. Craig Mitchell was pretty good with the bat. Mm-hmm. Absolute toss, but mm. <laughs> I don't think many people would disagree with either of those things. And obviously, very, a good cricketer, but you know, quickly character. And um, oh, what was his name? I think I think Durbridge was good to play against as well because mm-hmm. he didn't play much against us. But you could feel yourself getting set up. Same with Swanee. You just knew that they you, were. when you're batting, and you can see it. Like yeah, they'll you can feel yourself getting set up, and you'll eventually stick it. Yeah. It's more of a if not um, when when not yeah, if yeah when yeah, not yeah. If, yeah. yeah. What about a, I'm sure again, plenty to draw from here, but what about a funniest memory? Oh. <laughs> uh, on or off field? Both, if you got, yeah. One of each? Crofty brought out a good point, the, the demo off field where he, <laughs> with a shoulder. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, cricket. that's an incredible story. That was hilarious. Just knocked it back in himself. <laughs> I was pretty hungover a second to slip. I watched him just walk over towards the slight screen and just whacking his shoulder back in the place. <laughs> <laughs> good to go. Um, I think... One of my funnier memories as well against ones, um, Craig Mitchell was being a knob all game. Um, Bertie was not one to sledge, told us all you're not to sledge. Yeah. And very, very particular about how he wants cricket to be played in the respect, and it's, it's good values, but um, <laughs> he made a sledge that made you think and then made it hurt. <laughs> and Craig thought about it, turned around, started spraying the umpire saying that he can't say it to me. And ever, we're all just sitting there in the field just like, well, what is happening with <laughs> sledging? So Betty made the sledge? Yeah. Tell us what it is and then um, decide if it's appropriate. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was just talking about how, he, how big his turning circle is. And... <laughs> <laughs> As if Craig hasn't said worse things than that. I oh, know. Craig fired absolutely worse. Because I was so young, I didn't, 
I'm only sledging. I've never been involved with a straight out of abuse. <laughs> so when I say to sledge, that's actually like... Major video. thing. Yeah, video. I'm like, oh, I like that. <laughs> Off field, probably a few. Probably a couple I can't tell here. <laughs> Sam and I did a race last year. We started in the clubhouse. Then we rolled down the hill, raced each other to the covers. And then he threw my clothes up on the, um, on the clubhouse. <laughs> How did your clothes get off? <laughs> Long story. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, cricket trip, it sounds very barbaric and boyish, but honestly, like, if you can make a trip, it's so worth it. Mm. You know, it's, it's two or three nights up the boys, no responsibilities let loose, and then you come back from Cairns, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what about a favorite win that you've been involved with at the Hawks? Any win against Kuma, amen. <laughs> um. That Southport game that Berkey took seven, that yeah, was, that was pretty unreal. special. We beat Brody actually one game. Oh, I don't know if we'd beat him. We had him fly for 20 at yeah. Broad Beach. Ryan, I think, took the first. I think it got washed out. I think it got washed yeah. out. And we had him six finals. I think controversial shit and it got washed out. So I guess that's not really a win then, is it? Mm-hmm. The washout. Yeah. But it was a good first time. But that was also <coughs> the era when we were pretty, pretty weak and they yeah. were pretty strong. And yeah, I we just fed him. Listen. Did you play the the seconds final that got us back into first grade? No. That, that was the year before I moved up. I think I was I think I was just not quite good enough because yeah. we had we had a fit Ben Harris then who was bowling fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah. Left Armors, Maloney, Berkey, Danny, Devin, yeah. and then no room. as well. No room. For no room for Kim. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all good. The question we always finish with is uh, what keeps you coming back to the Hawks? Oh, I just love it. Seriously, like it's good. It's a good area. Good environment. All the, all the mates are here. Like I think one thing with Helms Isle as well is we've I've, I've noticed a lot of my friends come here from other clubs, and it's not because we pay them because we know it. They they like it because it's a good it's a good environment. There's a lot of us boys that are similar age, and there's no real I mean, our rules, no dickheads. So it's pretty good. There's no real dickheads here. Everyone gets along, and yeah, I think we're just gonna get bigger and bigger. It's good. It's fantastic, mate. We really appreciate your time, Sean. We appreciate the work you do on and off the field, and we're looking forward to a big season from you. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Sean. No, no Thanks, worries. Thanks for having me. Great to chat to Sean and to just hear a little bit of his journey, especially the off-field stuff. It's cool to see how he stepped up into a role, and um, yeah, from working with him, I've really seen him uh, develop and, and grow in his skills off the field. Um, yeah, so it was great to hear part of that journey. Absolutely, yeah. yeah Sean, obviously been uh, a stalwart of the club on the field, even though he's only a young bloke. And uh, yeah, really cool to see how he's uh, become such a clubman off the field. And you know, he's very uh, integral to how the club uh, runs. So yeah, great to hear a bit from him. Anyway, uh, next week we will uh, get into episode twenty. We'll have a very special guest, none other than President Dave O'Donnell. Here's a bit of what you can look forward to. We came out from from a tea break or a drinks break, and the umpire was eating a hot dog <laughs> while umpiring. <laughs> and, I, and I did say, never seen anything like it. I, I, I was like, because he was calling, yeah, no, like he was calling wides, but only with one arm. He's like, oh, I've got a hot dog here. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yeah, like, like say, and then like we had a, we rolled them real cheap, and then we chased it down in the second innings to win reverse outright. So. Obviously, that was an amazing way to start yeah. for my cricket here, like the, the result. Um, but, um, yeah, the experience was very, very different. It was something I wasn't, like I wasn't expecting. I don't think anyone else had seen anything like that. Yeah. 
that one will uh, be coming out next Monday. Until then, thanks for tuning in.